Good morning, Nachum, and good Erev Yom to everybody. Wow, what a special day this is. Erev Shavuos. And let me tell you, <laughs> I just don't know where to start. There's so much to talk about. So what I'd like to do is, first of all, remind everybody that we are about to take in tonight the Yom Tov of Shavuos. And how important is Shavuos? Go back to the first parak of Bereshis. And there, regarding every day, Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi, Yom Hamishi, it should have been Yom Shishi. How many extra letters in the Torah? Yom Hashishi. And the rabbis tell us that the Hey in Hashishi refers not only to the sixth day of creation, but it refers to the sixth day of Sivan. Namely, that... Tomorrow is the day that Hashem said all of creation is hinged upon. Namely, if Klai Yisrael take my Torah, there's a purpose for the world. If Klai Yisrael do not take my Torah, it will return to Tohu Vavohu. So basically, each and every year on Shavuos, we are not only celebrating the anniversary of our receiving the Torah at Sinai and all that that entailed, but literally the purpose of the creation of this world is hinged upon this Yom Tov. How special. Let's go chronologically in the order of the Halachos, and we have the following, that first of all, don't forget this afternoon, or even this morning, to make an Erev Tavshilin. The Erev Tavshilin consists of a challah or matzah and a cooked food, piece of fish, hard-boiled egg, piece of meat, whatever you'd like, that you are basically, understand what you're doing. You are starting your preparation for Shabbos now, Thursday during the day, Erev Yom Tov. The halacha is, you can cook on Yom Tov for Yom Tov. So, tonight, tomorrow, you can cook tomorrow morning for um, the Friday meal. But after you finish your su'uda on Friday, now what? You have to prepare for Shabbos. You can't cook on Yom Tov one day for the next and even though one might want to argue that you're going from Yom Tov to Shabbos, and therefore you should be able to, the Gemara says in the second chapter of Beitzah that we are to make an Erev Tavshil in this kind of a situation. Whether it's to make sure that we have enough food for Shabbos, whether it's to safeguard Yom Tov in the future, we recite a blessing over this Matzah Chala and cook food and Namely, Al Mitzvah's Erev, we recite in the Aramaic and then use the translation so you'll know exactly what you're saying. That with this, it should be permissible for us to cook from Friday to Shabbos. Good. Next, in terms of preparing for Yom Tov, take a nap. We'll get back to that sometime this afternoon. Take a longer nap so you'll be able to stay up longer tonight in terms of studying Torah. We'll get back to that. And we know that one of the halachos which are distinct for the Yom Tov of Shavuos is that we cannot take 
the Yom Tov of Shavuos in early, as many people have been doing already with Shabbos. And many reasons for that, including the fact that the Torah says in Parshas Emor, in conjunction with the Yom Tov of Shavuos, on this very day, and therefore one should. Candlelighting tonight is 8.03 in the New York area. And Shkia, that means is 18 minutes later, is 8.21. So therefore, I strongly would rec- recommend that one does not daven Mayriv till approximately a half an hour after Shkia, which would be about 8.51, 8.50, start Mayriv. After that, you'll come to Yesuda. your Kiddush will certainly be after Tzayis and uh, you are in business. Okay. Now, let's understand something, that when it comes to, um, and wait a second, I mentioned the term Kiddush. In the Kiddush tonight, you have the bracha, and tomorrow night, you have the bracha of Shechianu. Included in that Shechianu tonight is not only, thank you Hashem, for giving us life and bringing us to the Yom Tov of Shavuos, good, but included in that Shechianu is for those who Baruch Hashem counted last night, 49, that we were able to uh, fulfill the mitzvah of uh, counting the uh, Sphira in its completion. Good. Now, um, let's understand the following. There are no individual mitzvahs for Shavuos. There's no matzah that we have to eat or lulav we shake or show for you here or sit in the sukkah. There's no unique biblical mitzvah. There is one which is that when we had and will have a Beis HaMikdash, there's a special korban brought on Shavuos called the Shtei which in reality is a kind of uh, bookend Two, we started Sphira, that on the second day of Pesach we brought a Korban Mincha called the Omer of Barley, and now seven weeks later in the Beis Hamikdash we bring two loaves of wheat. Okay, but individually for any of us there is no personal mitzvah that we do which is unique to Shavuos. However, what we do have are minhagim, customs, and it's so significant that we observe the customs, because by doing so, Shavuos, we say Rus on the second day, but what does that mean, Rus? Rus in Gematria is 606. We are saying as Jews, Rus, what does that mean? We're taking upon ourselves 606 mitzvot, beyond the seven mitzvot that all of humanity, Sheva mitzvot to Noach, are incumbent upon, for a total of 613. On Shavuos, we all undergo geirus. We all undergo conversion at, at, uh, on Shavuos. One of the reasons that we read the book of Rus. Many reasons for reading the book of Rus. But one of them is that we all undergo conversion, as did Rus. And therefore... While there are no mitzvos, there are the minhagim. What's a minhag? Think about it. It's a custom. 
it's not a law. From the letter of the law, maybe I don't have to do it. Yes, it's binding, but the bottom line is we do it not because vitzivanu, not because we have to do it. We do it because we want to do it. We do it because we show our love to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because Shavuos is, and I say to everybody, happy anniversary. Shavuos is the time that we literally remember as you would take out a wedding album and take a look, those who have privileged to be married. And you reminisce that this is what happened on this particular day that you were wedded to, so too on Shavuos, this is our personal, each and every, not only collective, every Jew as part of Klai Yisrael, but each individual as well, as we'll talk about. And so we are celebrating on Shavuos the special connection, the special krisas bris, the special unity, that as a people, collectively, as an individual. And the truth of the matter is, think about it, that the Torah that was given at um, at Sinai with the first luchos that we celebrate, that was given on Shavuos, unfortunately, the luchos were broken. And they were picked up when Hashem tells Moshe, and on Yom Kippur, He gave us the second set of luchos. However, the connection of Sinai, the, the intimacy which occurred, the special relationship which took place at Sinai, this is what we recollect excuse me, and observe and celebrate each and every year. So, the minhagim, three primarily. One, there's a mitzvah to, a minhag, excuse me, to stay up all night tonight and, quote, study Torah. What's that based on? It's based on a medrash that says that, could you imagine, the entire nation of Israel overslept on the day that we received the Torah. How could that be? We were told as soon as we left Egypt, start counting 50 days. We counted on our own, we're so excited. How could it be the entire nation slept? And the morale gives a beautiful answer. The morale says, no, they were expecting prophecy. Hashem said, you're going to get prophecy at Sinai. And they were expecting, as we find at the end of Baaloscha, the contrast between Moshe and all the other prophets. All the other prophets got their prophecy in a dream. Only Moshe had Peh or Peh. When they heard that they were getting prophecy, they thought that they too would be getting their prophecy in a dream. And therefore, even if they woke up, they said, Oh no, i got to go back, got to go back. It's yet to come. They're so excited. HaKadosh Baruch Hu woke them up and said, No, guess what? The level of prophecy that you are getting is not in a dream, but just like Moshe, Peh El Peh. And that's what we're celebrating on... Shavuos, that over two million souls experience prophecy, something which no other people ever claimed and could claim, that we don't believe in Hashem because Hashem spoke to Moshe, as other religions say that God spoke to their prophet, we believe in Moshe because we were at Sinai, we heard, we saw, and that's such a powerful idea. Ah, so therefore, we stay up all night and we recall 
This is the night that they slept, but we stay up with the privilege of studying his Torah, which is akin to our receiving that prophecy in the morning. And let me tell you something. When it comes to the prophecy, the Torah tells us clearly that the first two of the Ten Commandments, each of the individual Jews heard themselves. Hashem was talking to each and every one, not just to two million. He spoke to Mr. A, Mr. B, Mr. C, and so too with Miss, Mrs., every single individual. It doesn't say, So many times in the Torah, how does the third parasha of Shema that we say tonight? Talking to each and every one of us as part of a nation. That's not what it says in the first commandment. I'm your God. There's a personal relationship between you and me. I took you out of Egypt. And this is especially meaningful to us who are alone because of Corona. I can only tell you, and you can maybe hear it in my voice, it's now 12 weeks that we have not been in the Beis HaKnesses. And to think that we're not going to read Akdamus tomorrow morning in the Beis HaKnesses, and that we're not going to hear Kriyas HaTorah and stand in the shul tomorrow in, in the Beis HaKnesses. So I'm talking to myself and to try to calm myself down, and all of you can listen as well. The same way that I had a Pesach Seder, just alone, with my wife, thank God, and that's it. I say to everybody who is alone for Shavuos, you're not alone. Hashem is talking to each and every one of us personally and privately. The same way that we said at the Pesach Seder, that in every generation you're supposed to feel like you left Egypt. On Shavuos, you want to literally feel that you are at Sinai. And that's what it means, a personal relationship. And the Medrash Yalkut Shimoni, on the verse, Anoch Hashem Lokecha, teaches that each and every one understood the Ten Commandments in accordance with their level of understanding. And he says, don't be amazed that we had this capacity. The same way that the mun might have tasted like anything you wanted, but for the adults, those who needed it, it might have been pureed. It was not so hard for them to chew. For those who were still strong, it was maybe that you enjoy chewing something. It was a harder context. And for the children and infants, once again, it was of a different texture. So to each and every one of us, as the Talmud says at the end of Brachos, Kishem She'em Partsu Fehem Domen Just as everybody's face is different one from another, even identical twins, so too Deoseyen, so too our minds are different. Each and every one of us understands what it means to have a personal relationship with Hashem. He didn't only take us out of Egypt, He's going to take us out of Corona. And that's a very important point. So the first custom is to stay awake and learn tonight. 
However, and to have a morning if you can, Vosik, and if you can't, fine. If you are going to stay awake, make sure you take a nap sometime today, at least a half an hour or more. So you'll be able to say Birkas Torah tomorrow morning. And if you can, even after your Suda tonight, take a half an hour's nap. That would even be better. And once again, begin your learning. And you dive in tomorrow morning, Vasikin, and you can say all the brachos. Because it's a new day, and you've slept a little bit, you have no problem with Birkas Torah. Normally in shul, we hear it from somebody else. That is the proper thing to do tomorrow morning. That's the first minog, to stay awake all night. The second minog is that we bedeck our homes with greens and flowers because we remember that our Sinai, Hashem liked the color green for the carpet and He carpeted the mountain with the color green. And therefore, we remember that the beautiful way that Hashem went out of His way to make our Sinai more attractive for us the chassan for his kala, we the Jewish people, we reciprocate in kind, and we make our homes, we bedeck our homes like it is the way he had it at Sinai. The third minhag of eating dairy on Shavuos, now let's remember, it's wonderful to have dairy, however, it shouldn't be all four meals, and remember, tomorrow we go from Yom Tov to Shabbos. The Shabbos meal should be a Shabbos meal. Yes, some people have dairy tomorrow at the Kiddush. Some people have it one of their meals. Okay, we have dairy to remember that one, when Moshe came down and they said, okay, let's celebrate, let's have a barbecue. Moshe said, no, 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 there are too many laws, laws of Kashras, laws of Kalim. No, we can't yet have a barbecue. So it was a practical thing. However, you can say, and there's so many other reasons that we have, quote, that cheesecake, because Torah is sweet, and Torah is supposed to be sweet. And that's what we are to remember as well. Now, let me just tell you that the concept of the Aseris Adibros being given to each and every one of us is personalized. There is a beautiful medrash. The beautiful medrash says that in honor of the giving of the Torah, by Midbaraba 7-1, the medrash says that all those who were unfortunately lame, all those who were deaf, all those who were blind, all those who had any kind of physical problems, they were healed. Again, you'll take a look. The Medrash says, In the Torah reading for tomorrow, Nimtzeis Omer Shaharei Nisrapu Kulan. There was a refua. There was a very special kind of healing which took place at Sinai. And we pray that the Dever, the plague that unfortunately is besetting us and indeed the world is going to end very quickly and just as by Matan Torah so too this will come to an end be careful even in those places where you are having Minyanim please be especially careful wear your mask keep your distance and those places that are listening to their Rabbanim who are telling them to still wait at home fine do so by saying, I am privileged 
to fulfill the mitzvah of Ushmartem Ma'od, the Nafsho Seichem. I am taking care of myself, not pampering myself, taking care of myself so that, please God, I'll be able to observe in good health many more Yom Tovim. Let's just go very quickly that tomorrow morning we read Akdamus 90 verses in a very sophisticated Aramaic whereby we extol and praise Hashem. This is a throwback to the time when we had a maturgaman, where a Pusik was read from the Torah and was translated into Aramaic. And they, they once upon a time had a practice that the Kohen would read, the Balkori would read the first Pusuk of chapter 19 in uh, Shmos, coming to Sinai. It would be translated in Aramaic, and then, literally then, they would have the Akdamus. That was stopped approximately four or five hundred years ago, but we retain the practice of. Now the theme of the poem of Akdamus is that the nations of the world say to us, Come on, your God has forsaken you, look where you are, dispersed, impoverished, join us. And there's a resounding, no, we are the chosen ones. And that's exactly what you find in tomorrow's, tomorrow's Torah reading. Mamleches Kohanim Begoy Kadosh. Hashem says, you are going to beat unto me, skula mikolo amim. How tall are you? You're at least six foot tall. This is what it means to celebrate Shavuos. And this is something which is exceedingly special. It's a privilege to observe Shavuos. Let me just tell you that whether you take in Shabbos early at other times, there is a strong custom to so do tomorrow, meaning that on going from the first day of Shavuos to the second day, we're going from Friday to Shabbos, to yes, take in Shabbos early. And p- part of that has to do with the Erev Tavshilin, uh, that you should be able to be finished with your cooking at a time that that food could be eaten on Shabbos, you know, etc., on Friday. So, because it's becoming Shabbos, I really don't have the time to go into that, but everything being equal, I'm telling you that the... Shulchan Aruch writes that it's preferable to take in Shabbos earlier. Second day of Shavuos on Shabbos, we read the book of Rus. As I mentioned before, one, the conversion of Klai Yisrael taking place on Shavuos. Two, the Yichas of David Melech Yisrael, Chai V'Kayom. The Yichas of David is given to us. Three, on Shavuos, we didn't only receive the Torah Shebechsav, the written Torah. We received the Torah Shebaal as well, the oral Torah. Wow! And if not for the oral Torah, David could never be the king of Israel. Because after all, how does the book of Rus end? The Yishai Holid is David. What does that mean? Yishai, and go back, who comes from ultimately 
Oved, who comes from, come on, Boaz, and Boaz is married to Rus HaMoaviyah. And the Torah says, in Pashas Kisait, say, Lo Yavo Avmoni Umoavi. And the rabbis say, the males are not the females. How important is that teaching? It shows that on Shavuos, we didn't just get and receive the Torah Shebech the written Torah, we received the oral Torah as well. The Kriyas Torah for the second day of Shavuos, <coughs> comes from the end of Parshas Re'eh. We have Haskoras Neshamos. You can say Yizkor at home on Shabbos. You don't need a minion to say Yizkor. And so I take this opportunity to wish Nachum and his family and indeed the entire family of JM and the AM to wish everybody a very meaningful Yom Tov, and we pray that this situation that we find ourselves is going to end very, very quickly. But until that time, we recognize the personal, private relationship that each of us have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and this is what we're celebrating on Yom Tov. Wishing everybody a very enjoyable, meaningful Yom Tov of Shavuos, Kajantif, and Shabbat Shalom to all.